Hi everyone, happy Women's International Day. Who runs the world, girls? I'm a firm believer of that. I really do believe that women are the backbone behind every successful home, every successful economy, every successful name success. And there is a woman associated with it, affiliated with it, started it, name it. There's a woman involved. So on that note, I want to send a huge and special shout out to all of the phenomenal women out there, whatever you're doing to keep your head on your crown. If you're still alive, it means that you have not committed suicide. It means that you're still fighting the good fight. And for that, I love you. I appreciate you. I applaud you. And I am rooting for you. That said, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of On The Matter. It's your girl, Obi. And I just given an update on what's going on. So far, so good. I'm going to Atlanta this week. I bought, I don't know, I think I said this already, but um, anyway, to backtrack, to backtrack, to backtrack. On the Mata is a community of people where we literally have conversations and we work towards our goal. It's literally a forum for us to come together and talk about our goals as we're working on it. In doing that, I am sharing my goal, which is to be financially free by my birthday, April 18th, 2021. Not 2020, This that's next month. No, 2021. I started off the year or I ended 2019 with a huge credit card debt and I still have my student loans. And at one point I just sat down and I was just like, I don't want to carry this into the next year. I don't want to carry this. I don't want this to be part of my story. I don't want to continue to be like, woe is me. I want to move. I want to do X, Y, Z. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do that. But I have all this debt. I just wanted to like sit down, focus and like bang it out so that I can live my best life or continue to live my best life. That said, I, in the past few weeks, I have been documenting my journey and, you know, just really giving people an idea of what's been going on. It's been a trial and error. I started off with a $50 a week budget. I can tell you right now that did not work for me. It has been a rule of thumb. Like it didn't work for me. It doesn't mean I still don't like I don't do it. To explain that, what I have been doing is, yes, I have my budget for the week and I try to keep it to $50 minimum, a $50 minimum. However, if there is something that I'm in dire need of that is that pushes me or requires me and emphasis on the word requires me to move outside of my budget, I would indulge in that thing or I'll get that. Example. This will be too much information for you guys, but it's, again, complete honesty. I ran out of pads and my period came, so I had to buy pads. Was it within my budget? Nope. But I had to get it, so I bought it. Cooking. I did not cook last week, and I'm really hoping that some miracle happens between now and when it gets too dark because I have not cooked. And if I do not cook today, that means I'm going to have to buy my lunch next week. And ideally, I don't want to do that. But the thing is, so I state that, so with the with requirements and stuff like that, what I do like about, you know, having a cap for my weekly expenditures is that like, I'm very, very conscientious. So like, I wouldn't have paid attention to the amount I spend on my lunch or whatever it is until one time I was really craving sushi. It was the day before my trip, the day of my trip. So the day I was heading to Maryland to... 
kidnapped my oldest sister for us to take the girls trip to San Juan, Puerto Rico. I decided to buy sushi for lunch and sushi was $14 and maybe 90, let's say, let's say $14.99. And it's like, ah, that is expensive. Like, why would I spend that a day? And since then I haven't gone back there to buy that, <laughs> buy that sushi and things like that. Like, you know, you find there are places, food hubs, restaurants, or like, you know, food hubs, not too far from where I work. I work in the financial district. And like, you know, now I know that if I get my corn and my little kill salad and fish or chicken, depending on the day that I can get that for $6 and change that's doing that. Let's call it $70, $7 a day. Doing that for five days, that puts me at worth $35, which is not bad. So being mindful like this, these are the things I try to do. Like I have my Honey Notes Cheerios. Well, the last box finished. So having buying a box and, you know, taking it to work at work, my job supplies me with milk. <laughs> Thank you, the man. Anyways, at work, I get free milk and, you know, that's my breakfast and I get my latte from my work and, you know, there's water at my job and, you know, you just learn to you spend money when you have to. So that said, the question I keep getting is, are you still on your $50 budget? And I say yes. Why? Because it's still a gauge for me. It's still a gauge for me. It still keeps me grounded. It still keeps me rooted and it still keeps me rooted and grounded and stuff like that. This last week, I did my tax returns for myself. I used H&R Block. Usually my friends would use TurboTax and she would do it, but she wasn't available. So I had to do it myself this year. And the app that was most straightforward for me was H&R Block. Who knows what will happen next year? I may do it myself. I may not do it myself. But in doing that, I realized that because I was promoted last year, I had actually passed the threshold for getting, being able to get money back because I haven't paid my student loans. That said, like once you pass a particular income bracket, then you can no longer get funding or like get money back from the government, like a disallowance for your student loans. That was a huge blow because, you know, I was hoping to that money. I was I was really looking forward to that money to just, you know, have money to go back into the system, have money to give me for, you know, my trip or like, you know, money for my bag. But the money is not available. I am getting money back. But then it really reinforced any like, you know, when I was having a conversation with one of my friends about it, she was like, shout out to Viv. She was like, to be honest, Ovi, you're at this point where you are trying to make money and the goal is not to be able to milk what you can from the government, but it's to have so much money that you're not even dependent on it. And I'm like, yes, that is exactly what I want to hear. That is the motivation I need to keep going. And I will use that to keep going. Um, so, yeah, I filed my taxes. The money is going to go back into the system of this, my clearing jets journey. And um, that's that. What else is happening? Okay, so a question that I've been getting. So in doing this, I'm really, really excited about this podcast. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's been hard for me to keep to myself, but I have managed to keep it to myself. But every once in a while, when I do decide to share it with someone, I do get questions. So I shared it with one of my friends and he listened to it and he was like, you know, I shared a few episodes, not everything. And he was like, you know, why am I keeping this to myself and why am I waiting until the end of six months or why am I waiting to like give everything at the same time that it kind of defeats the purpose because if I'm trying to build a community where people learn where we learn from each other as we go where 
where we encourage people throughout their journey or, you know, this on the matter. And I'm not, I'm waiting until I've successfully completed something before I share something, then it's kind of counterintuitive. Somebody else would have been, people might as well listen to Oprah's masterclass or anything. And I started to be honest, I was like, hmm. But then to be honest, I have never said nobody should listen to Oprah's masterclass. In fact, I think you should. I still listen to it. I listen to uh, Kevin Hart's is my favorite. I think you should listen to it. What this is about. So, and to answer the question is protection. This is sacred to me. My goal at this goal is something that is very, very sacred, sacred to me. I didn't say, oh, I'm going to buy a house and I'm telling the world I'm buying a house. I like, you know, let's raise money for fine. No, my finances is a personal goal. It's a personal burden. And it's something that has been it's something that's very important to me. And I know who I am. I'm someone who is very easily excited about something. And the second I get feedback that is not aligned and is not so encouraging with my frequency, I fall back. And to protect me and my goal, I have to keep it very, very quiet for now. And if I decide to share, I share with people who cheerlead me on and people who encourage me to keep moving. So my older sister, Chi, I shared it with my brother. And to be honest, he's one of the reasons why I'm like, you know what? I shouldn't have said anything to begin with. But, you know, again, and, you know, nobody is giving you, everybody is coming from a place of love. The feedback you get, whether it's encouragement or critique, it's always from a place of, a place of love and admiration. And sometimes it's, it is a critique. However, again, I know myself and you know, the comments just from telling people I'm doing a $50 challenge a week it has already pulled me off. That's just because of the comments and the teasing and all whatnot. Yes, all of these people are well-intentioned. Yes, this is not something they are going to do. I never asked you to do it. I just said, I'm doing this to improve my financial situation. I have to protect my goal in order to keep me on the path towards achieving that. And because of that, I am very, very secretive with who I decided to share this with. Okay. And then the next question was like, okay, well, if you plan to release it eventually, but before you actually, because clear my debt, my credit card debt is one part. The next part is clear my student loans. Why would I release this once I've cleared my credit card debt? That's anybody who could have said something I could be derailed. And, and that's a very, very good point. And that's a fantabulous question. But the truth of the matter is, by the time I clear my my credit card debt, there's this one thing I've noticed is that when you embark on something or when you start to do something and you get something done, there's a confidence that comes from success or from achieving a goal that's put, that keeps you on that path and keeps you pushing and keeps you moving. So even when you have that setback, you could always look at the goal like you have accomplished and it's like, you know what, if a beginning of January, February, March, April, May, June, 2020 could clear credit cards. Then a beginning of the rest of 2020 into 2021 can definitely clear student loans. Right now, I'm looking at the beginning of whenever it is I got my master's who really put herself through school going, you know, like I paid for my master's. I got my master's. I was working full time and going to school full time. And it wasn't an easy journey, but I was able to do that and graduate with honors. And that's keeping me going on this path. So again, I'm doing this because I have to protect this, my goal. This is my reason. I am being, the, I'm not trying to prove anything to anyone. This is a goal that matters to me. This is something that 
I believe in. I really do believe in not just what I'm doing for myself, clearing my debt to be able to be like, if Obiageni can do it, you yourself can do it. But at the same time, I'm also really cheerleading. Like I really do believe in the, I really do believe in community. I really do believe that when we are together, when we're in line, when we are locked and loaded, there's nothing we cannot do. And having a space where this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm actively working. Not people who say I'm thinking of. Please understand that this is not the platform for someone who is thinking of doing something but has 10 million excuses. This is for people who are ready to just, you know what, there's this part of my life, there's this dream, there's this goal, there's this project, there's this plan that I'm working on, and I am ready to put the work in to get it done. This is what the platform is. This is where the platform is. This platform is for those people and, you know, we're working together. I believe in it. And I believe that, you know, having that community who's rooting for you, who is crying with you, who's laughing with you, who's pushing you, who you're pushing, really makes it all happen, makes it all work through the grace of God. So that said, I think I have oh, oh, 15, 14 minutes. It's the longest I've been on. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. I am still on the matter. I'm still on the goal. I'm still keeping on keeping on. And I will speak to you all next time. Thank you. Goodbye.